Hi, you are so, so welcome to this latest podcast episode where I am just going to discuss everything with you in terms of becoming consistent with your exercise. And I'm going to break it down into five really simple steps on how to become consistent with your workouts, how to become consistent with your exercise. And I'm really, really looking forward to this because I believe exercise is the most wonderful gift you can give to yourself. I'm so happy. I'm just back from a walk with the dogs and the sun was actually shining in the sky and you know living in Galway it seems to just have rained so much recently so to have been able to walk my dogs Buster and Ozzy two miniature schnauzers in the sun has just been wonderful and you know those of you that know me know how much I place such importance on getting out onto my walks because it's the first thing that I can sacrifice and I have sacrificed walking in the past um, because of work you know if I've been busy in work or something with work has come up I've said oh well I won't go for my walk and walking is so important to me I love connecting with nature I love being with my dogs I just love being able to look out at sea and remind myself that the world is huge and nature is just so beautiful and fantastic. And I actually remembered to stick the dogs in the kitchen before I pressed record on this podcast episode. I'm shooting from my office at home today um, because every single time I forget because they're so quiet behind me on their little bean bags, they start to shuffle. It's almost like they know that I have a podcast episode coming up and they just I can just hear shuffle, shuffle, shuffle behind me and I, I it really throws me off. Um, so you're so welcome. Um, I wanted to break down really simply how to become consistent with your exercise. Um, I, I believe that becoming consistent with your exercise is so important because exercise is such an amazing tool for your fitness, uh, for your physical health and for your mental health. Exercise always makes you feel good straight after you've, you've, done, you've done some exercise and you're also always making sure that you're taking care of your body. You're always taking care of your muscles, of your bones, of your heart and of your lungs, regardless of what other unhealthy action steps or healthy action steps you're doing. And if you can somehow, and I know as women, um, we have been so conditioned over the years through magazines and, and different things to attach exercise to our weight and it's it's so ingrained for some people but if we can somehow detach exercise from our weight and view exercise as just such an amazing thing that ideally becomes such a non-negotiable in your life you will benefit so much from that Because maybe you will go through periods where your food mightn't be as good as you'd like it to be, or it is, or your bedtime or your morning routine aren't as good. But if you can get to a point where you exercise consistently through all that, you are going to reap the rewards. You're going to feel much more calm and in control. You're going to be able to reduce stress and anxiety day to day so much more than if you're inconsistent with exercise and you're constantly stopping and starting. If I had to pick one action step to be consistent with for the rest of my life, it would hands down be exercise. There are just so many benefits. So that's why I wanted to shoot this episode, how to become consistent with exercise in five simple steps. And if you're listening to this right now and you feel really inconsistent, 
Step one, what I first want you to do is just to look back on your inconsistency. So look back at a time when you were consistent with your workouts, you were exercising and you suddenly stopped. And I want you to, before we move on to calendars or or step three or before we jump ahead of ourselves, really start to think about what your barriers are, what gets in the way, what are the familiar patterns that come up, the same thing over and over again that you haven't really identified yet. And just to let you know, anything that I do with you, I've done it on myself. So I want to ask you about your excuses. Like, for example, for some people, if they feel tired or if they've had a bad night's sleep, that is an absolute trigger for them to not exercise. Yet I've met so many other people who will still exercise after a bad night's sleep. And that's just not one of their barriers. But then I know some people who might have a change to their routine and it just throws them. And they use that as a reason to not exercise. Now, just to be really clear, I'm not talking about the actual barriers that 100% get in your way that stop you from getting an exercise in. I'm talking about the barriers that we all have, the triggers that we all have that stop us from doing something. When we know deep down, we could have gone and done it anyway. And I, I notice this with myself all the time. Now, a way to really work on this is to get really familiar with what they are. So I want you to write them down now or even say them out loud if you're out for a walk or you're in the car. What are your excuses or what are your triggers? Is it tiredness? If you had a workout scheduled for the morning and you slept badly, do you literally just wake up to the alarm clock and say, no, I slept badly? What, what is it? Write them all down. There is nothing better then becoming really aware of your mindsets and the different barriers and challenges and excuses that get in your way. So I want you to get really, really familiar with all your barriers and get to know them so well, so inside out. And you know why? Because you can start to call yourself out on it. And this really works. Like I said, everything that I encourage you to do, I do myself all the time. I talk out loud to myself all the time. Like, no, Jessica, that's bullshit. Just go and shoot a podcast episode. No, Jessica, it doesn't matter that your routine has changed. Go and sit on that podcast chair and shoot a podcast episode. I'm saying podcast because that has been the thing that I have struggled with the most to become consistent with. And it's taken a lot of work for me on on my mindset and on my excuses and on my barriers to start to show up every Tuesday and Thursday. And I learned a lot about myself along the way. And that's exactly what I want to share with you if you feel you are inconsistent with your workouts because it's the same process. So just get to know yourself inside out. Okay. Okay, just before we move on to step two, calling yourself out on on, on what your barriers are, this is how you would do it. So for example, when I feel really disorganized, I don't show up to my workout. So the next time you have a workout planned, you always have to make sure you are super, super organized. So you are helping prevent the barrier before you even have to call yourself out on it. So disorganization throws me off my workouts. And for me, by the way, disorganization throws me off my podcasts. If I start to get stressed out about my day, I don't have it meticulously planned. In the past, the podcast would be the first thing that would go. 
and there was no need for me to have dropped that. Now I meticulously plan the day before for the day ahead and that's just something I need to do to make sure I become consistent. So what about you? Also uh, being completely organised for your workouts the night before does also help with the excuse of tiredness or bad night's sleep. So make sure before we move from step one, you know what your barriers are. You have something to do to help you overcome that barrier. And you also know that sometimes you're just going to have to call yourself out on it out loud and say, come on, Jessica, it doesn't matter that you're tired. It doesn't matter that you had a bad night's sleep. Are you going to have a bad night's sleep and no workout or a bad night's sleep and a slow, steady workout that you found okay and you still got your workout done anyway? Step two, your plan. So before you know exactly when you're going to exercise, I want you to know not, I I want you to know, first of all, how many times you're going to exercise. And I want you to be really realistic and definitely don't say you're going to move every day or you're going to do four workouts or five workouts if you're, if you're not going to, and you put yourself under stress, stress and anxiety is just going to make you do nothing. So what can you realistically fit in? Maybe for you, it's 20 minutes three times a week. But 20 minutes three times a week of exercise is amazing if you compare it to not exercising. So always compare your inconsistent you. Always compare the non-working out you to exercising 20 minutes three times a week. I mean, it's just a no-brainer. But often we compare our 20 minutes three times a week person to this fictional character of exercising three times a week for 30 minutes, lifting really heavy weights, etc, etc. So remember that something is always better than zero and that's not being uninspiring or demotivating. I'm just trying to be really, really practical. Um, So also have a plan A and have a plan B. So let's say you're so super busy that you do say to yourself, okay, well, look, I'm going to work out three times a week for 20 minutes. That's your plan A. But what's your plan B when your whole week goes to shit? What does it look like then? Maybe it's two times a week for 20 minutes. And if you're saying this and you're really honest with yourself, it means that when you do have to go to plan B, you're aware of it. You've spoken it out loud. You've written it down. So it's not you're changing. Oh my God, I can't believe I can't get my third workout into. Oh, I've got to switch to plan B. Because something literally out of your control has come up, which it, it, it can do, it does, means that you literally can't get the third one in. And I'm not talking about the excuses and the barriers when you literally can't. So you're heading off on holidays on Thursday morning. So you're doing plan B because you're exercising on Monday and Wednesday and you can't get, you're not going to be working out for the rest of the week because you're on holiday. Um, so does that make sense? Okay, so step three, your calendar Get your calendar out. Have a little look at it. And what a lot of people can do by accident is this is when they start to say, oh, look, I have no time. See, I told you. But you have decided you want to exercise. I mean, you're listening to this podcast episode. You want to become consistent with exercise. So you can't have it both ways. You can't want to be consistent with exercise and then be really negative in your approach. So we're just going to have to make do with what we have. Um, that makes sense. So, okay. Acknowledge that you're super busy and acknowledge all the, the, the stuff that's whirling around your head. Like, then I've got to do this. Okay. Yes. Yes. 
So how are you going to work out? Where are you going to fit them in? And start to look for solutions. Now, I'm a big fan of working out in the morning. As much as I, for years, disliked it, um, it's the only way for some people to be consistent. If you really dislike working out, if if you just are in the frame of mind where you really dislike the idea of working out, but once you're there, you're fine. You've, you've, it's a good idea to figure out a way to do it first thing because if you don't do it first thing, you're spending your whole day dreading it. Whereas at least you, you're only dreading it like a few minutes before you're doing it if you do it first thing in the morning. But I understand for some of you, if you're getting up in crazy hours early in the morning anyway, it's, a, it's, it's, it's very difficult to put the clock back even more and fit it in. But do what you can. I want you to find on your calendar three slots of 30 minutes. Okay? Three slots of 30 minutes. Now, you might be an absolute, you might be way ahead of me, Lego status, and you might be looking for five or four, but I'm just going to say three. I want you to look for three 30-minute time slots on your calendar, non-negotiable, that they won't going to be moved. There's no meeting schedule, and it's not sometimes I can't, sometimes I can't. It's just three 30 minutes between Monday and Sunday. Okay, have you written them in? So they are your three non-negotiable time commitments to yourself where you exercise. So remember that step A was knowing your barriers and your excuses really, really well. And then we moved on to identifying those barriers, figuring out how to help with those barriers And also knowing that sometimes you're going to have to call yourself out. Step two, actually how many times are you going to exercise and what's your plan A and what's your plan B? Step three is writing out those times on your calendar as non-negotiables. And you're not writing them on shaky, sometimes I can do it here ground. You're writing them as a non-negotiable times on your calendar. Now these don't get moved. If Joan from head office wants to meet you at this time and she's asking you and you're looking at that and you're hovering over your calendar and you're just about to say, oh yeah, no problem, I can do my... Say no, what about this time instead? Oh my God, I have just done that way too many times with myself. It's so frustrating. Oh, no problem, of course. Why didn't I say, actually, you know what? I have something planned for that time. Would this time work instead? I mean, I do that now, but I spent years not doing that. And you know, most of the time, nine times out of 10, the person you're speaking to is like, absolutely, of course, no problem. Let's figure out a time that works. Okay, so are you with me so far? So step four is planning everything the night before. So you have your three times. Let's just say to make it easy, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. So that means on Sunday, Tuesday and Thursday, you've got a little bit of planning to do. And if you are exercising first thing in the morning, you want to make sure that you have everything laid out that you need. If you're heading out of your house to work out, you've got to make sure your gym bag is good. Inside your house, you've got to make sure your weights and your step. If you're listening to this and you're a client, deadly, get all your gear all all ready to go. Um, And uh, have everything set the night before. Even if you're working out in the evening time the next day, have everything ready to go. Gym gear, what you're going to wear, towel, your bag, 
everything. Now, this is what I do religiously because I go to the studio, you know, all my workouts are online, but I hire out a studio. So the night before all of my workouts, I have to, um, because I go back into work and do so much um, work on my business, um, I have to make sure I'm really efficient. So I do the workout. I have to make sure all my gym bag is packed with all my clothes. So I go to a place, um, I uh, pay a a monthly fee to uh, a gym down the road so I can just run there and shower every morning, get into my clothes and come back. It all has to work like clockwork. And if it doesn't work like clockwork, so much of my time gets wasted. So um, just be really prepared the night before and just build it in as part of your evening time. And it doesn't have to take that long at all. Honestly, you get it down in five minutes if you're super fast. Okay, so... Right. Step five is your mindset. Working on your mindset is a really critical part of becoming consistent. And I want you to really know that if being consistent with stuff with stuff was as easy as just wanting to be consistent, then none of us would have any issues with consistency. And I heard something really cool the other day, and I just want to make sure that I say it correctly. And it was you can't solve your problems with your with the old with your brain that created them so you can't solve your problems with the you that created them i.e. you need to work on your mindset you need to grow and you need to change and you need to change how you see things and you need to change your mindset in order for you to actually be able to fix the problem that you've created. So for example, with me being really inconsistent with my podcast episodes, I created the problem of being inconsistent and I'm not going to be able to just solve that with the mindset that I've always had. So I needed to find ways to grow and to change to become consistent. So I've just written out here my three key mindsets that I want you to um, watch out for. The first one is all or nothing. Be really, really aware if you have this type of mindset because becoming consistent isn't about doing it all or doing nothing. And a really good tip to remember is that if you are consistent, you're aiming for 80% of what you've written down on paper. So that's kind of like your plan B. Whereas what a lot of people do is they say, okay, well, I want to be consistent. So I want to work out three times a week. But that's perfectionism. If you worked out three times a week for a year solid, that's perfectionism. It's rare that that's going to happen because it makes no sense. That means on your holidays or if somebody died, like you just be bang, bang, bang. That makes no sense. So remember that consistency is 80% of what you say. So it's not always going to be the three times per week. Um, So beware of all or nothing. And if you catch yourself saying, oh, what's the point? Then normally nine times out of 10, that's all or nothing. Perfectionism too. So for those of you listening that, that, you know, that think tiredness really holds you back or a bad night's sleep or um, uh, having a little niggle in your shoulder. I I don't mean a big injury, by the way, but like you, you can do legwork instead. Just be careful that it's not perfectionist tendencies that you feel like you have to have all your ducks lined up in a row for you to go and exercise. And this, this again is very like me. I'm just speaking from, uh, from what's the word? 
experience. I mean, this is this is me, all or nothing. I have it in spades. Perfectionism. I have it in spades. Being negative. I have it in spades. Um, but just be careful of 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 thinking everything has to be all working well for you to do something. I really struggled to do that for a while. I felt sick <laughs> sometimes at the thoughts of like heading out for a walk with the house being messy. Like that kills me. But that's me being a perfectionist. That everything has to be the way I want it, perfect before I go for my walk. No, it doesn't. Go for your fucking walk. And by the way, I've forgotten to mention throughout this podcast episode, you can go to jessicacook.ie forward slash unleash to download my five, my my free guide, five steps to unleashing your fitness and calm. That is jessicacook.ie. The last mindset that I have for you is all about being negative. Being negative. I used to be really, really negative until I learned that I was really negative and then I worked in it and I'm more positive in my mind now. Um, but when I get tired or uh, when things don't go my way, which is a part of life and very, very normal, um, I can become very negative on myself and my inner critic gets really loud. And it's almost like there's a little negative person sitting on my shoulder as I'm going about my day telling me that I can't do it and that I'm this and I'm that and I'm horrible and I'm stupid and I'm fat and I'm ugly. Um, and it can be a little bit disturbing sometimes um, and it used to stop me from doing stuff but now I kind of work alongside it when it's pretty bad um, and I do my best to be more positive so if you're listening to this and, and you can relate to that just just be aware of it just be really aware of it because when you're not aware of it you can't do anything about it and I didn't used to be aware of my negative voice I just spoke like that to myself I didn't realize it was a negative voice and I didn't realize it was anything I could do about it. So notice it. Notice if you're being an absolute bollocks to yourself and notice when you're being negative. Like I can't do it. I can't do this workout. I'm tired. I don't want it. And just go, just say out loud, shut the fuck up. I'm going to do my fucking workout. Like it's that like, I find it very helpful to talk to myself like that. Now, (laughs) I mean it in a kind and compassionate way, kind and compassionate way. So I really, really hope you found this podcast episode helpful. Uh, Make sure to go to jessicacook.ie forward slash unleash to download my free guide, five steps to unleashing your fitness and calm. And if you enjoyed this workout or this episode, I would love, love, love to hear from you. And please, if you have the time, um, if you could review it on wherever you're listening to your podcasts, that would be absolutely amazing. Thank you so much and take care.